Yo, 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 it's your boy, preacher boy. chats with preacher boy it is the sixth episode of the new year y'all i am super excited as you can see we have a guest physically in person um this is the first guest physically in person uh for the new year here in texas and y'all i'm truly thankful i'm appreciative and before we kick off y'all know we open up with prayer so with that being said father god in the name of jesus god we thank you for this day god we thank you for what you're doing in our lives seen and unseen God, you allowed us to make it to another Friday, dear God. We may have had obstacles. We may have had problems arise. But God, you still saw fit to bless us to see this day. So God, I ask that you be with us on this podcast episode, dear God. Allow us to hear something so that we can grow in you and be better than what we were on today and even on yesterday, God. And God, we thank you and we praise you. And if there's anything that can hinder this prayer, we ask that you forgive us now. It's in your son Jesus' name that I pray. Amen and amen. Y'all, like I said, we are back. Those who are tuned in on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you may be tuned in, I need y'all to go ahead and share the live. Push it out to everybody that you know. Let them know Chats with Preacher Boy is back with another episode. And I promise you, you don't want to miss the topic. If you're on Instagram, you already see it. So you probably clicked the live and was like, whoa, 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 my man. What, what you got going on? Pause. What, what is this? And if you're on Facebook, you don't know the topic yet unless you watched the reel from earlier this week. But nevertheless, I'm going to go ahead and let my guest speaker introduce himself, tell a little bit about himself. Um, those who've seen him, they know who he is, but I'm going to let him go ahead and introduce himself. Amen, amen. To God be the glory. My name is uh, Pastor Andrew B. Long Sr. Uh, I'm also known as Preacher Man. Um, I tell you, you can call me what you want to call me. Just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> I think I'm the pastor of House Worship Clean Texas Incorporated. Yes, sir. I thank God for what he's allowing me to do. I thank God for my son here. Amen. And I thank God for what he's do, God's doing in his life. And I'm excited about this topic. Even though it can be a hard topic, but I think it's a, yeah. it's a well-needed one. For sure. Something we don't discuss enough in the body of Christ. And that's why we have so much foolishness going on <laughs> that's true. in the body that's of true. Christ. Because we that's don't discuss true. what these things that are real world. Yeah. Real world issues. So with that, hey, I'm here. I'm here to give you what God has given me. Amen. Amen, y'all. That's that's my pops, y'all. My pops, my pastor, my mentor, y'all. But with that being said, let's get it in. So the topic for this week, if you've seen the reels, if you've seen the videos, the posts, whatever the case may be. Oh, hold on. Before I get in, if you got questions, make sure you chime in. Put it on the Instagram comments, on Facebook comments. Questions, comments, concerns. The media team is working expeditiously tonight going in going hard i want to give a big shout out to my lovely lady but nevertheless the topic for this week is man i'm horny yes man i'm horny and we're gonna open up with a scripture and the scripture i want to read to you all is two scriptures the first one is first corinthians 7 and 9 the uh new living translation version it reads this but if they can't control themselves they should go ahead and marry. It is better to marry than to burn with lust. 
And then 1 Thessalonians 4, 3 through 5 says, It is God's will that you should be sanctified, that you, that you should avoid sexual immorality, that each of you should learn to control your own body in a way that is holy and honorable, not in passionate lust like the pagans who do not know God. Mm. So, Pastor Long, Amen. what comes to mind when you hear, Man, I'm horny. First thing from a marriage from a marriage aspect, first thing that comes to mind is that the, that that household is broken. Okay. The household is broken. When you research the word horny, the word horny comes from the word horn from the 18th century, mm -hmm. right? It was it was really driven towards men when he had an erection. Mm, okay. Right? Okay. But then as time came on, it became arousal became attached to it from a man who just couldn't get any. Mm -hmm. See where I'm going? And so. Sex, drugs, um, alcohol, mm -hmm. all of those things are things of choice. Yeah. And if you never experience them, you don't crave them. Oh, wow. If I never experienced them, well, I wouldn't be horny if I didn't have sex before marriage. That's true. Right? Well, people are like, well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I had a wet dream. Yeah, you had a wet dream when you was a kid. You got up, you changed your drawers, and went back to sleep. <laughs> Let's be real. That's facts. You didn't even know what happened. That's valid. You changed yourself. You thought, and you was embarrassed. Like, oh, did I mess? Did I pee in the bed? Did I? Mm -hmm. what? You know, you, you, you didn't talk to. You didn't talk about it to nobody. To nobody. Nobody even knew. Yeah. You kept it to yourself. Mm -hmm. Went back to bed. You didn't say, man, I gotta get some. I got none of that. Mm -hmm. But once you broke that barrier mm -hmm. and did that thing that you shouldn't have did before marriage, you opened up an appetite. As, I was, as I've been studying the scripture, I found out Jesus was tempted more so once he came out of his 40-day fast. Right? After he mm -hmm. finished fasting 40 days, 40 nights, he fasted, he fasted. So the enemy comes when he's weak, he's weak. And so now he comes off the mountain. Mm -hmm. and, he's, and he's hungry. Mm -hmm. What's the first thing he sees? He sees the fig tree. He sees the fig tree. Mm -hmm. So he runs over the fig tree. Fig tree ain't got no, no figs on it. Yeah. He cursed it. When you're hungry, mm -hmm. you will do things out of character. Wow. When you're when you're horny, you will do things out of character. Mm -hmm. Horny is just another form of hunger. You're hungering after something that you shouldn't be having right now. But if I'm married, I should never leave. My mama said this years ago. Don't let that man ever leave his house with an empty stomach uh -huh. and a full sack. That's a fact. That's a fact. Now y'all heard where I got it from. Because I've said that, I said it to a couple people on my job, and I told them, I was like, I believe this wholeheartedly. I was told this young growing up, and even to this day, you should never leave a house. A woman should never let their husband leave a house with an empty stomach and a full set. Why? Because they're going to go get it elsewhere. Somebody's going to fill it, somebody's going to empty it. Every time. They will it. Every time. Ooh, that's nasty. So, so, so in the midst of my studying, right? Mm -hmm. so, so I brought some facts for y'all tonight. I, I, you know, oh, yeah, I love the facts. And, and so, so we got to understand facts. this right here, right? People view sex three ways. Okay. We, we believe sex is God. Mm -hmm. We believe sex is gross. Mm -hmm. Or they believe sex is a gift. Okay. Which one do you? I would, I would have to say, I would say a gift. Right? I would say a gift. 
When sex is a guy, sex is worshipped. Mm -hmm. You put your money into it. That's a oh, fact. we go to the strip club. We go to the uh, red light district when we overseas. That's a fact. We, oh, we pay for a prostitute. How many men got hung up playing for prostitutes? Uh, oh, oh, I don't pay for prostitutes. Oh, I just buy a woman a whole bunch of drinks. You, yeah, you pimping. You prostituting. Yeah, 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 that's another form of it. That's all it is. Or, or what they do today, they subscribe in secretly on random accounts to the, to people's OnlyFans. Oh, you, you, know got, a, oh, you got a Tinder account? <laughs> Oh, that's where you got tender? Uh -huh. Oh, 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 I know what it is. Some, some, when I used to be in the Mozart Club. Oh, you got a POF. For those that know what POF is, you know what I'm talking about, right? Right? And so, so you got that account, right? You are putting your money mm -hmm. into it. You put your energy into it. Mm -hmm. Your identity comes from it. Wow. And your whole life is about sex. That sex is your God. Can you repeat the three? A lot of people are saying gift. Sex is God. Mm -hmm. Sex is gross. Sex is a gift. So sex is gross. Now. Oh yeah, I've heard this one. This is the ultra fundamentalistic person, right? Mm -hmm. From the church youth group. <laughs> Don't be doing that. Don't be hunching. Yeah. Don't be ah. Uh, it's nasty. No, it's a, the view of sex. It's a dirty, nasty, wrong. It's an overreaction to the mm -hmm. world's view of sex. Mm -hmm. Because because the world's made it a god now, we're saying it's nasty now, and so the church. So what we have is so I heard the story. This, this preacher, he check this out, y'all. I may share it again on Sunday, but I'm gonna share it with y'all tonight. So um, this preacher, yeah, he's a young preacher, yeah. living younger than where I'm at right now, doing and the ministry grew. Mm -hmm. They hit, they went from a hundred members to almost two thousand members, oh. growing. The ministry's booming, and the church wanted to come up to him. Oh, pastor. Pastor, pastor, pastor. Ooh, I gotta. Ooh, ooh, pastor, pastor. I need to talk to you, pastor. And he's like, Mother, what is it? What is it, mother? Pastor, pastor. Since you've been the pastor, mm -hmm. mm, the standard is gone. Oh, the standard is gone. The standard is gone. He said, Mother, what's wrong? Look at the. You don't see it? Look at all the women. All oh, these babies pregnant. They pregnant. Ooh, pastor. And so you're like, mother, mother, well, what should I do? She's like, I'm glad you asked. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you asked. Uh, we need to put up in front, in front of the entire church, and tell them they need to repent. Repent. Okay. And is that all? No, I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. And then put them on the back row. So they won't be seen by nobody when the cameras come on. Mm. He said, oh, okay. He said, well, Mother, I'm going I'm to I'm pray about it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pray about it. She said, oh, Pastor. And so, what, some time come by, what, about two months later, mm -hmm. she comes back. She said, oh, Pastor, can we talk? And he's like, what is it, Mother? He said, I'm, I'm waiting to hear from God. He's like, mm -hmm. oh, don't you see? Don't you see? He's like, what is it? Look what, oh, he's on my trail. He's like, Mother, what's wrong? He's on my trail. Mm -hmm. And he's, on, he's after my baby. He's like, hey, Mother, what is it? Well, my grandbaby, she pregnant. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! He says, uh -huh. "Mother, what?" Uh -huh. Wait, he said, "What?" He said, "What should we do, mother?" He said, "I'm glad you asked." Uh -huh. Oh, oh, I'm glad you asked. We need to, we need to turn our place over, Pastor. We, we need to pray. He says, "No, I'm taking the church mm -hmm. on a field trip. We gonna go to Six Flags and have a picnic." She said, "Pastor." Don't you see the devil is what? It's busy? He said, the devil wow. wasn't busy until your granddaughter got pregnant. Oh, wow. 
See, that's the problem with when, when God was, we think sex is gross. We won't talk about it. We won't teach the morality of it. And so she didn't care about it until it had her household. And, and you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? Something, even with me, some, some leaders growing up when I, when I was younger, they taught like, no, 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 so much that it was like, no, sex, no. You bring it up, no. It's bad, it's bad, it's bad. And so what it does to a young person that's maybe struggling at a young age and that, and that hasn't perfected, accepted Christ in their lives, mm -hmm. what it does is generates more curiosity where it's yes. like, well, you keep telling me no, I'm going to go, go find out about it. And now when I got a little taste, it's like, this don't really feel too bad. You know, but but I'm always hearing no, and I'm not hearing well. Why is it bad, or or what what are the pros of sex, or what what was God's intent for sex? Bingo. And and now I'm going crazy. Where did you Where did you hear about sex? Oh wow, um, man, because it's for me, it's kind of like twofold. I heard bits and pieces in the church, but I also heard a lot of it in the locker room. Majority of now. Well, I do want to say, uh, when people talk about <clears throat> they heard sex in the church, they use it. All they talk about is sex creates babies, and that's it. Facts. Now, I I will say that's that's what I heard in the church. Sex. If you have sex before marriage, you're going to hell. Um. If you have sex, you can get STDs. Um. James said neighborhood. Huh? Neighborhood. Neighborhood. Yeah. How? Uh, what age? I know for for me it was around middle school when it really started hitting, especially in the locker room. Yeah. Boys talk about it. Oh yeah, I caught me a, a body, and I'm like a body. School, yeah. School. At, at 12, 13, you caught a body. And me, I would lie about it. I'll be honest because I was still. The thing about it, most were lying, <laughs> right? But it sounded good. Facts. Elementary. Because nobody wow. knew. Elementary. You, nobody could prove you wrong. Wow. Then, like, well, who was it? Oh, she don't go to this school. Yeah, yeah, she's not from here. She's she not from here. She's not from here. Right. She not from so here. we brag on it, but we gotta realize number three, sex is a gift. Facts. Sex is a gift. This is realizing that sex is a gift gives us a treasure mm -hmm. to cherish, to steward, to enjoy within marriage to share. That's a fact. That's what a am fact. I saying? See, we gotta realize, see, the world has convoluted things. Let me give you some porn facts. Ooh, damn. Right? He pornography. Said, he said porn facts. Pornography is a $60 billion a year business. They make money. $60 billion a year. It's gone up since I first studied this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. $12 billion of that is spent by Americans alone. Sheesh. A new porn film comes out every hour. Sheesh. Porn sites are 12% of all internet set, of all internet set sites. Wow. Porn is 24% of all search engine requests. 20% of men admit to viewing porn at work and 13% of women. See, ain't far behind us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. $3,000 is spent in porn in America every second. Wow. 28,000 internet users are viewing porn every second in America. Wait, say that last 28,000 internet users are viewing porn every second in America. That's just America. So, we've made addictions. It's become addictive. Mm -hmm. It's out there. Why? Because we've, we've damaged the way God designed it. Yeah, it why good. did we damage the way God designed it? I'm glad somebody asked. Because people mm -hmm. ask us, why did God create sex and marriage then? Facts. Number one, 
God created sex marriage for one, is for pleasure. Mm -hmm. For pleasure. You might think rather that this is rather direct, but the Song of Solomon never mentions kids once. The entire book of Song of Solomon mm -hmm. never talk about him having babies. It's all about him and his wife enjoying each other. Mm -hmm. Never once. The entire book. Mm -hmm. But what first thing we say in church? You have sex have a baby. That's true. No. It was for pleasure. Number two, sex is for children. It's to create. Be mm -hmm. fruitful and multiply. Right? They told us that in Genesis. But number three, it says it's for oneness. It's how you grow closer to one and each other. Mm -hmm. Flesh of my flesh, bone of my bone. Genesis 2 and 24, right? Number four, it's for comfort. When I'm going through a hard time, oh, peep this, people don't like to hear this. 2 Samuel 12, I'm going to bring y'all some scripture tonight. 2 Samuel 12 and 24 talks about that when David lost his child, his wife came to him to be with him, mm -hmm. to comfort him. She knew the one thing that would ease him was her. She didn't use it as a tool to control him. Mm -hmm. She didn't use it as a tool to try to manipulate him. She used it to comfort him. He's saying a mouthful right now. And number five is for protection. Mm -hmm. uh, how is sex for protection? First Corinthians, go to chapter 7. Oh, I got you. First Corinthians chapter 7, it tells us all the things of sex. It says that if a man has sexual desires, they are to be met in marriage. If you are not, if, you, if not, you are open to temptation to sin. That's a fact. See, sex in your marriage will protect you from sinning. That's a fact. But we view sex the wrong way. We sure do. And now all of a sudden, man, I'm horny. A, a married man should never be horny. Jeez. But, but let me take y'all a little bit further, though. As I'm studying the book of Songs of Solomon. Let me, so we have, we, we, we have some... I want to ask y'all some questions out there. I want some of y'all answer these things, right? Notice the woman comes from the man's side. Yeah. Right? She isn't in front leading him like a feminist. She isn't behind him cleaning up after him like a chauvinist would, would enjoy. Mm -hmm. She is from his side. This may explain why women are typically, think about it, most wives are typically shorter than their husbands. It works for a husband to put his arm around his wife. She fits right back in the place where God took her from. Sheesh. I never thought of it like that. Right? So, offensive, defensive. We mm -hmm. think, you know, in sex, who's offensive, who's defensive? Yeah. Right? The world tells us who, mostly. Men. Men. We offensive, right? Mm -hmm. What do you think, what What do you think that, what do you think speaks first in the book of in Song of Solomon? Who do you think speaks first in the book of Song of Solomon? Who do you speak most often? Who do you think is a sexual aggressor? Who is the one with the desires? Is it the man or is it the woman? Come on, give me some of y'all answers. What do you, what do you say you? Be, be natural, you're natural answer. Not trying to guess what you, how you naturally think, think it. I think it's, it's men. Okay. That's, I think we the aggressors. Okay. All right. Media, media team, what say you real quick? Men. Men? No, okay. I think it's women. All right. Okay. What, what, what y'all got? Instagram, Facebook. Who y'all who think is the the aggressors? Women. Who, no, say, say it again. Say it again. They said the, to the question is: Who do you think speaks first in the book of Songs of Solomon? Who do you think speaks last? Who do you think speaks the most often? Who do you think is the sexual aggressor? Mm. 
Who is the one with the desires? Is it the man or the woman? That means if you so you if you don't know the song of Solomon, don't don't, don't lie. Say, well, this is no, don't, don't don't guess. Just say I don't know the song of Solomon. Because guess what? Most churches don't even preach and teach from the book. That's a fact. And that's why the divorce rate is higher in the church than it is in the world. Hey, that's a big fact. Women, 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 women. <laughs> that mind you, that that book is really short, so you can read it. You, you, can you read it? Yeah. We need to study it though. That's, that's a fact. That's a fact. Right. So let me. Somebody help you out. The first person to speak in Song of Solomon was his wife. Wait. Okay. Go to Song of Solomon. Girls, not women. Who said that? Women, woman is a different term from a girl. Who said that? Petty the. Petty the Hooper. Yeah. He said women is a different term from girl. Yes. Actually, woman's a mature girl. Yeah. But but a married man don't actually don't want a woman. He wants a wife. That's a fact. That's y'all keep marrying women. That's all the topic tonight. Yeah, that's. that's So, Song of Solomon, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to bring the Bible out tonight. You got to. They, 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 they got to hear some word. Hey, if you haven't already, Proverbs, if you haven't already, make sure you share. I mean, that's Ecclesiastes, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon. Tough phrase from Pops right there. And he, he literally said you so the way that he was what he was saying, you explained it. So he agreed with you. Right. So the Songs of Solomon, mm-hmm. which is which is Solomon's. That means the and Sarfa said the Song of Songs. That means this is this was his best book. His best song. And so Solomon Solomon is known to be written one thousand five hundred different songs, is what Solomon is known for writing. Okay. This was the one that went platinum. <laughs> That's- I so like you help people understand. I like, I like that. Right? I like that. I like so this that. is the song of songs right here. Okay, this, 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 this is platinum. This is the top. Yeah, this is okay. Billboard. Top okay. 100. Okay. Right? Top 100. Top so 100. verse two, it, they're in their bedroom. The king's chamber. Mm-hmm. The king's chambers. Let him kiss me with kisses of his mouth, for thy love is better than wine. Mm-hmm. Strong. She comes right out the rip. She's talking. I'm. The, I want him to kiss me. Mm-hmm. Because his kiss is better than any kind of intoxicating drink because he's intoxicating. Woman, why? When's the last time you viewed your man as being intoxicating to you? Oh, that's tough. That's tough. See, the problem is we we, we have relationships all messed up. Mm-hmm. Yes, I pursued you out there. But now that we in here, why are you not pursuing me? Wow. Man. You will wait. You will spend a whole hour saying no when it only took us five minutes anyway. <laughs> if you got skills, <laughs> if you know what you're doing, that's a fact. Just saying. I heard the other day. I found out if you see, you either got that Oprah or you got that Graham cracker. The end is a trip, y'all. When I heard this, I laughed my butt off. I said, "What?" She said, "Yeah." Either you got that Oprah, uh-huh. she's talking about women. Now, this is a woman talking about women. Uh-huh. Either she got that Oprah or that graham cracker. The Oprah uh-huh. is that wet, wet. That, that is, it, no matter what, be, 
it, 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 it's ready. Uh-huh. It don't have to get ready. It's Ooh. ready. Okay. That okay. graham cracker. And dry. Don't know if I want that graham cracker. Ooh. She says, because even fried okra, even though it's crispy on the outside, so when you bite into it, it's, it's still That so once you got married, you should be like, I got that okra. Mm -hmm. I got, don't know, uh -huh. Yeah. He ain't got to go nowhere else. Because I got it. Mm -hmm. So I'm sorry. She knew what she had. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay. okay. But then the, the book talks about issues she dealt with in herself. Mm -hmm. And the issues that begin to plague our marriages. And so sometimes as husbands, you know, I gotta ask, are we doing what we need to do to protect our women? And you know, now that you said that, I was reading something earlier, and it was like, well, me as a man, what if, if I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to do, that we think, I'll, I'll say that, that we think, you know, we, we do the dishes one time, or we sweep and mop, and we like, we feel like, well, I, I did what I was supposed to do for my wife, well, I'm not getting none. And, and I was reading reading this article, and, and the person that wrote it was saying that pretty much now you, you're turning sex into a duty versus it being a love thing. Exactly. And so now it's not meaningful because now she's like, eh, okay, because you feel like I got to give it to you because you did this. But the question that I asked yourself, why is she feeling like that? That's valid. If you're supposed to be her man. Probably ain't being a man. Right? And so, so, so you gotta ask yourself, am I doing all the things as a man? Mm -hmm. am, I, am, I, am I worth being aggressive towards? Mm -hmm. When's the last time you ask your wife, what character in me that you don't like? And then you work on it. Now you worked on it, and she don't notice that, I mean, she ain't even paying attention to you anyway. She was making excuses. Sheesh. So what would you say, what would you say to to the to the to the husband or to that wife that isn't intimate physically with their significant other, and it's always an excuse or something always comes up. So I'm asking this: You know what's a simple sign of a healthy relationship, healthy marriage? Kissing. Oh wow! Kissing. That's why you know she starts off is I want you to kiss me. Mm -hmm. A sign of a healthy marriage is kissing, and that's the first time you can introduce sex to your children. They see mom and daddy kissing. Mm -hmm. They know, oh, I'm supposed to kiss a man or I'm supposed to kiss a woman. Not, I'm a boy supposed to kiss a boy. Oh, bless your name, Jesus. Mm -hmm. See, that's the problem. We don't have healthy kissing in our, in our households no more. We don't do, we hide it from our kids. Mm -hmm. When your kids should see how you love her. Oh, the kids around, no. No, kiss her. It ain't gonna be grotesque. Mm -hmm. Kiss her. So now you got girls, they know. My daddy kisses my mama before anything. My boyfriend don't like kissing me because he ain't into you. He just wants to. Right? Kissing is an indicator of a healthy marriage. When you are fighting, you're not kissing. Wow. So I thought about myself like, man, what's that sound? We really just kissed all day. I was, I was just thinking it. I was like, man, like what? Got me thinking like, okay. Wow. Hmm. We just kiss all day. I mean, just it, just the spirit of all, but just yeah. Can you leave their presence without kissing them? Wow. Kissing is a healthy sign of a healthy relationship, mm -hmm. healthy marriage, right? 
When you are kissing, you are not fighting. More kissing equals less fighting. It's also good for kids to see mom and dad kissing. They need to see passion, joy, connection between their mom and dad. Someone said, I'm sorry, I don't agree. Elaborate. Don't agree with what? Which, which part you don't agree with? A sign, a sign of a healthy marriage is kissing? It is a sign. I didn't say that's the only thing. Yeah. But I'm, it's a sign. What, what, what don't you... Because you shouldn't be kissing outside your marriage. That's a fact. See, that's what now, now we get back to why, why am I doing... See, see every, we, we try to do everything that's belong to a marriage as boyfriend and girlfriend. That is true. We want to move in together. We want to... And that's the problem with the feminist movement that happened. Mm -hmm. The nuclear family... One thing about the black community... I, I say it on your... On your uh, keep it real with you. When we were in slavery... We stuck together. When we went through the civil rights movement, we stuck together. Mm -hmm. But look at us now. Separate. I don't need a man. God created us to be interdependent. We need each other. David needed his woman when he lost his child. It was his wife that consoled him. Mm -hmm. And as she consoled him, he got dressed, went and went and worshipped God. And you know, and you know what's crazy? I had a conversation with a young lady, and a lot of times, with, and with this young lady, she she admitted she was like she's very independent, and she hates. So that's one thing that she hates about her because she uses that independence as a barrier. But she said deep down, I I really desire a man. I desire I desire a husband. And she said at the end of the day, that's that's what I feel like I'm I'm supposed to be a wife. And I told her I said, you know what's crazy? Society has created created this norm to be acceptable that you need to be independent and that being and having dependence on your husband is wrong like you're weak exactly like you don't have any identity but it's god created you to have identity in him and he created you so you can have dependence on your husband so that you could be one that's sin See, 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 people say, okay, like Fatima, you say, I'm sorry, I don't agree. It's, it's not a... It's Record, not, stop recording. It's not recording. It says, you say, I don't agree. Kissing is not a sign of a healthy marriage. Then give me some signs of a healthy marriage. Because kissing is what leads to the climax. Mm -hmm. When there's no kissing, the, the, the sex is boring. Matter of fact, the sex is trash. Mm-hmm. You know, say it. Just read it out there. She disagreed and then she left the life. Okay. No, no, she, no, she, she probably, she probably was doing something. I ain't, I ain't gonna. Probably got disconnected. She probably did that. Exactly. So we have to understand, right? That we have to understand. We gotta know what are the healthy signs. Mm -hmm. Healthy. You don't kiss. You don't kiss everybody. That's a fact. <laughs> Absolutely wild title. That's true. He who said that. You don't kiss everybody. Mm -hmm. But here it is in Song of Solomon, the woman spoke the most. Because she knew what, guess what? This, the Bible says a wise woman builds a house. That's a fact. A foolish woman plucks it down with her own hands. Her own hands. That's true. I live according to the Bible. Don't always get it right, but my strive is to be in his perfect will. Mm -hmm. And when people recognize to be in his perfect will, you got to by his word. His word. She, she started off by kissing. 
Mm-hmm. Like I said, I didn't take you all sometimes. This is just the first chapter. That's a fact. Right? And, and, and if, if we realize what, what she what she dealt with, you know, she wanted to kiss. Mm-hmm. Then she went from kissing, right? For she began to entreat him, let him know his love was better than wine. Mm-hmm. She, was letting him, she was boosting him up. She recognized what she had in her man. Mm-hmm. Your anointing oil or fragrance. That's a one in three. She's telling all about herself. Your name is oil poured out. Therefore, virgins love you. She knew what she had. She built up her king. Then she said, draw me after you. Let us run. The king has brought me into his chambers. Mm-hmm. I want you to draw me. I want you to woo me. I want you to. She wanted to be wanted. She didn't think it was, oh, here we go again. Here we go again. Then her homegirls chime in. Before he even speaks, her homegirls kick in. You know, you, she always got homegirls. That's Solomon 1 and 4. We will exalt and rejoice in you. We will exalt your love more than, than, than wine. Rightly do they love you. She had real friends that supported her relationship. Oh, you don't need that man. You don't... Hmm. Sheesh. Sheesh. Whole time they saying you don't need that man because they plot to try to take your position. Exactly. But then we run into a problem. She didn't like the way she looked. Mm -hmm. How many women have issues with themselves? Look at it. You go to Solomon 1 and 5 and 6. She begins to talk about how how dark she is. And she's darker than the rest of them. Because she had to work in the fields. She's a black. But she said black is... She said, I'm dark and lovely. Black is beautiful. I can translate that for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But everybody else. See, in today's society, everybody pays to get darker. They do. We got tanning boots all over the place. That's a fact. Everybody wants to get darker. Well, this time, the lighter you were, the prettier you were viewed. So she had, because she came from, she came from a poor background. So therefore, she worked for a living. Mm-hmm. But the king was still attracted to her. That's when you, a queen, no matter what, your king will find you. That's a fact. A man that finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. That's a fact. So, so I got a question. Because because we're dealing we're dealing with marriage, mm-hmm. and I know there's a lot of individuals that are probably on the live that that are probably not married. Um, so, what would you say to the single individual? Because whether you have a boyfriend or girlfriend, you're still single. Exactly, you're still single. Right. So how, how, what would you tell them when, when they have that, that urge uh, to want to have sex? Or are they feeling horny? And they just like, man, I, man I, need, I, need to, I need to lay somebody down. Or I, when, I, when I was celibate, mm-hmm. after I got divorced, me and your mother, we split up. I went celibate. Mm-hmm. First, I, first I, I, before I went celibate, I, I went wild. I backslid, lost my mind. Mm-hmm. Then I had to come back to my senses. I had to come to Jesus moment. Repented, got my life back together, and so I went celibate. People like it was hard. There was days it was harder than others, but the Bible says, "Whenever way man is tempted, he provides a way of escape." That's true. He always provided a way out. And then I went to this this men's session. And we studied every man's struggle, every mm-hmm. man's battle, mm-hmm. and I learned this technique called bounce your eyes. See, people have to say, "Oh, you can window shop. You can window shop." No, if you window shop, eventually you're gonna go buy something. That's a fact. I had to learn to bounce my eyes. I couldn't window shop and maintain my celibacy. 
So I put my focus in Christ and my focus in my children. Mm. I was a sin father. So everything I did, I did with you and your brother. And even going to McDonald's, temptation shut up. That's, and, that's a fact. I look, I'm a t let me t you mind if I share that thing? Alright, so, so we driving. My dad had the dually at the time. And the dually was loud. The Dodge dually, them things is loud. Those who those who know about Dodges, that is loud. And it was a stick shift. It was manual transmission. So we going through McDonald's, you know what I'm saying? And we order our food and we pull up to the window. And the lady, she just get the flirting and cheesing at my dad. You know, he cut the truck off. He always cut it off real quick so we can, he can hear and conversate. She was talking. She was like, oh, your truck's so loud and all this stuff. And trying to get at my dad. So he paid. And he kept it moving. He was just like, thank you. He went to the next one, though. We grabbing the food, y'all. I kid you not. We grabbing the food. The lady then ran to the second window. Pulled her head in front of the lady that's handing the food. Trying to talk to dad some more. Trying to get at him. Trying to, trying to get his number. Trying to see what he about. Try, trying to get it all. And he po politely cut the car off. The loud rumble. And we took it off. I'm telling you, I'll never forget that day. Uh-uh. And stop saying, he's the process of escape. Now, I can sit here and entertain it, and guess what? That's a fact. If you entertain it, eventually, you're going to slip up. Mm -hmm. If I window shop long enough, I'm eventually going to make a purchase. That's a fact. Or I may not purchase, I may steal something. Sheesh. It wasn't mine in the first place. So I take it, trying to be sneaky, and get caught anyways. That's tough. That's so tough. when I'm single and I've already experienced, That's well, I, I become celibate. I got to dive into the word of God. I have to avoid the things that's going to tempt me. I can't mm -hmm. go to the club. Mm -hmm. That's why it's important to dress modest. Cover yourselves up. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't. Oh, a man, have all your titties out if you want to. You ain't going to meet his mama. You may become a baby mama, but you ain't going to meet his mama. That's just reality. Um, so how do y'all do it to where, like, whenever you're going through something or, like, you're horny or you are single mm -hmm. or you, you're in a relationship and people say, yeah, just read the Bible, study the Bible, study the Bible. But it's like, how can you do that and, like, it'll just go away? How? See, one of the things is, it's not just read the Bible, study the Bible. No, 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 no. You got to ask yourself, what got me horny in the first place? You got to identify. See, see. Nobody just say, I'm horny. No, you was one click away. You was ill. You looked at a magazine. Let's read it. Uh, whether we maxim. We like, oh, I don't get paid, but I just get the maxim magazines. What? And, this, and I'll say this. I'll say this. Those who have Instagram, TikTok, um, all, Snapchat, whatever the case may be, your feed, your news feed will tell all about your algorithm. It tells you what, what you're looking at. And what I mean about exactly what I mean by that, it tells what you be searching on the side. Exactly. So if I if I took your phone today and I pull click your search bar and look at your news feed, what would I find? And a lot of times we search for those things. We're you know, searching for and it. So you wonder why you're horny. Mm -hmm. Cause you gotta ask yourself, what have I been doing to get horny? Nobody Rahul just don't have That's a fact. You never said it's a trigger. Yep. Exactly. So once I identify my trigger, now I gotta know how to. I gotta know what to avoid, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna avoid that. That that, that that that's that's what I'm that's what I'm telling people all the time is like check this out, check this out. I get into a healthy relationship and I come into it like when I got married. Mm -hmm. Don't come here unless you're gonna marry me. Is what I told her. Mm -hmm. 
I didn't think she was going to come as soon as she did. But I said it. I spoke it. That's why you you got to be careful what you put in the atmosphere. That's a fact. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. You have power with this thing. Mm -hmm. And so therefore, you got to know what you put in the atmosphere and know what you're prepared for. And so therefore, when I got married, I said, all right, I want to do better this time around. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it right this time around. I opened the car doors. I would do all these things. I used to do her feet. Notice I said I used to. I'm keeping it real easy. I want you to understand tonight. Mm. I used to scratch her hair, you know, head itch. I, I was a, doing all those things, and then you begin take. Then you feel like I'm getting taken advantage of. Wow. I'm not getting no reciprocation because I feel like I got I got to hunt all over again. I thought I stopped hunting because I found my prey. Then I found out my prey really wasn't dead, and they're making me hunt. Well, guess what? If I got to hunt in my own house, I might as well hunt where. Outside. I might as well open the field up. See how that goes? Sheesh. And you, you'll find yourself, and now temptation will come flowing in. Mm -hmm. Which, what's the question? Okay, um, in the church, because you are a pastor, why is it that in men groups, they talk about sex and, you know, addictions and stuff, but when it comes to women's group, they don't talk about that. They think women don't struggle with pornography. They don't think women don't struggle with uh, lust or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They don't talk about it in the church. The thing is, because there, there's no woman going up to bring it up. One thing I love about my mom, Evangelist Shirley Long, she was raw and uncut with the women. She was raw and uncut. I'm going to tell you the story. Mom, forgive me, but i got to tell you the story real quick. And so, she went, my dad was working contractor work. He retired from the military. He's working overseas. And mom, mom and her sister used to go to the, they used to go to the pool. And, and there's, there's this workout gym that had a pool in it mm -hmm. for, for, for more seniors. And she, she, she was getting in shape for her. Going, she I'm going, I right, get your summer body. Yeah, she's getting her summer body for her man. And, and so, so what she did, she got her summer body, got everything together, and she went overseas where my dad was at. Mm -hmm. They were gone for, I went and stayed with my older sister. It's my senior year in high school. Mm -hmm. I went and stayed with my older sister. And I, and then she, she was gone for the year. My, and, and she comes back. She came back, she said, give me that bag, give me that suitcase, give me that suitcase. She got a suitcase and she said, come here, Mary and Sharon, come here. Y'all Mary, come here. She, now she, she, once again, she didn't invite the single ones. She invited the married daughters. Mm -hmm. And she pulls out and she pulls out some 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 lingerie. Some lingerie. <laughs> she's, she's like, oh. she's like, here you go. This one's for you. Your husband will like this one. This one, she said, I don't need them no more. I did what I had to do. She wasn't afraid to talk about how to keep her marriage. Yeah. And that way God, that's why God was able to honor her when she said, I want to save her husband. God did what he had to do to save her husband. Wow. Because she stayed with him 27 years, 28 years without, without him being saved. Mm -hmm. She didn't stop cooking. She still cooked dinner. When he wouldn't show up, she still, she, she was a wife. And wow. God, God honored that. Now, guess what? The role reverse, he cooking for her. And he goes to work. Comes home, cook breakfast. Cook, go, go to work, come back, cook lunch. Go back to work, come home, fix dinner. Mm -hmm. And he's proud to do it. Because his wife is not able to do it. Not that she won't do it. She's not. She's physically not able to. So therefore, because he knew he has a wife, he got a good thing, he do what he got to do. See, part of marriage is knowing, having balance. When she was healthy, she didn't deprive her husband. The Bible tells us, your body, your wife's body don't belong to her. She don't have a say-so over her body. It's yours. And you don't have, I don't like hair, y'all. I hate Hair. I'd rather be bald headed. But guess what? My wife likes me with hair. So I pay 
$40 a week, every two weeks, to get a haircut. <laughs> she don't give me no money for it. Yeah. That's valid. Because I want to please. And I want to keep the home where it ought to be. I want to do my part. Mm -hmm. So when it's all said and done, I, I want to hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Well done. And so we got to know. So I just want to give y'all some signs of healthy. Some signs. If you're kissing on your wife, your wife kisses on you, that's a good sign. Y'all ain't kissing. Oh. Just some, there's some things. We need to reevaluate some things. Yeah. That's, that's the beginning. I tell people all the time, when do you make love to your spouse? When do you start? They look at me. They look at me. I'm like, when do you start? Mm -hmm. It should have started when you opened your eyes. Morning, beautiful. Breath all stank. <laughs> stank breath all. Yeah. Give yeah. a kiss. Get out the bed. It started. Mm -hmm. That's how it goes. That's why you shouldn't be horny. If if wife and husband are doing their jobs, neither one of them should ever be horny. Mm -hmm. What did the comments say? Nothing. Um, younger said LMAO. <laughs> uh, oh, he's spitting. Why is it that men, what made you, both of you, so comfortable to talk about this openly? Because I've been divorced. So I pastors don't like to say that. Mm. I, I got divorced. See, the Bible told me in Proverbs 5 and 18, I should be married. Be with the woman of your youth. Don't say be with a young woman. Mm. That's probably what was somebody's head just then. That's why some of you old gray-headed pastors chase these young women are wrong. You should have been with a woman of your youth. Do the things that you're supposed to do the right way. Yeah. And grow old together. When you when you enjoy what's in front of you, it'll mm. be good no matter what. And and I'll add, and I'll add to that for me. I talk about it so so openly because I know there are men and even women that that struggle with this quietly and they're afraid to speak yes. up because they they're 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 worried about what the next person is going to say. So I'd rather be that vessel. I'd rather be that example that openly shares what I've gone through, what I deal with so that you have an opportunity to get free because I want Christ to help you. I want you to get through this because it 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 gets tough sometimes. It gets challenging. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you feel like you're going through it alone. But when you hear somebody else talk about the struggles of dealing with pornography or dealing with being horny and all these different things, it gives you, it's, it, it, we become, like the Word of God says in Revelations about our testimony. Yes. Overcomer by our testimony. And the Word of the Lamb. Right? And so, I'll leave you out with this. I know we spent all our time. I'm going to leave you with this right here. After you, you see you're kissing now, mm -hmm. another thing you got to do in a healthy relationship you become a good steward of your body. Mm. Eat the right stuff. Get exercise. <laughs> Make a sincere effort to be attractive to your spouse. Mm. Those are signs of healthy marriages. You're investing in yourself for her. Mm -hmm. And she's investing in herself for you. That's a fact. So I love my wife when she gained weight. I love her when she lost weight. For the kids, if she don't love herself, my love ain't gonna ever be enough. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I can't replace the spot that God's supposed to have. Mm -hmm. That means she ain't loving God the way she ought to be. That's just what it is. 
So if you really love God like you say you love God, you're going to start loving on yourself the right way because you're going to love on your neighbor. You're going to definitely love on your spouse. So I appreciate you inviting me on here tonight. Amen. I appreciate this opportunity, but just know, men, women, we shouldn't be horny. That are married. Men and women that are married, we shouldn't be horny. That's a fact. That's a fact. I just wanted to leave with this. Um, we'll end with this. It says, someone said, I struggle to talk about this with my parents um, or other people, but I know I can talk to y'all. Amen. Anytime. Amen. Anytime. If you want to reach out, um, if you want to tell them your app for Instagram and Facebook so they can reach out to you. On Instagram, I have a business account. It's Preacher Man mm -hmm. Firearms Training. Preacher Man Firearms Training. On, on Facebook, I'm Drew Long. I'm just a simple Drew Long. Or you can hit me up at House of Worship. Has, it's probably the best way to hit me anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's on my church page. It's, Shannon it's, said it's hi. Hashtag HowKTX. HowKTX. Hashtag HowKTX. You can view how And before we dismiss and close out, y'all, I want you, if you don't mind, Pastor, to go ahead and close us out with some prayer. For someone that may be struggling and, and they need some encouragement and they want to get free on tonight or they want to break those chains of that addiction that they may be dealing with pornography, lust, sleeping around, cheating, whatever the case may be. Someone what? said, I can come Sunday. Of course you can. Hands down. Hands pull, up. pull up. Pull up. Pull up. We're going we gonna to drop the address. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Come on now. Hearts and minds are clear. Most gracious Father, we thank you right now. Yes, we sir. thank you for this subject on tonight. Yes, God. We thank you for that you're allowing us this opportunity to be um, transparent, Lord God, that, you could, that people can see what you've done in our lives, Lord God, yes, for your glory, Lord God. Yes, Father, I thank you for all that you're doing in my life. You continue to do, Lord God. Father, I ask you bless chats with preacher board in a mighty way, Lord God. Allow this right here, Lord God, just to be a stepping stone for yes, bigger and better and greater things in your name, Father. Yes, Father, right now, for anybody that's struggling and watching on tonight, Lord God, allow them to seek you, Lord God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Yes, God. Lord God, you said all these others be added unto us, Father. So, Father, I thank you for strength on tonight. Yes, God. Father, I thank you right now for restoration on tonight. Father, I thank you for healing, Lord God. Someone may have been raped. Someone may have been touched. Father, I thank you that you can allow them to heal, Lord God, so that they can be the better husband. They can be the better wife. They can be the better for you, God. Father, if there's anything that's not like you in our lives, I ask you to remove it, Lord God, and I plead the blood of Jesus. Continue, Lord God. Forgive us, Lord God, for anything that we may have said or have done that's unknown to anybody else, God. But you see all, Father. And I just give you all the glory, honor, and praise. We lift you up. We magnify the more, Father. And we count victory done right now in every situation. Victory, Lord God, in the marriages, Father. Father, in the relationships that are before marriage, Lord God, help them to abstain. And they can put their eyes towards you, Father. So when they come together, because your word said what you put together, can't no man put asunder. And Father, I thank you for victory right now. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Amen. 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 Y'all, I want you to know I love you. And like I always say, God loves you more. Y'all be blessed. I will be posting the episode this weekend, so y'all stay tuned. Have a phenomenal and blessed weekend. Be blessed, y'all. Yo, 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 it's your boy. <laughs>